Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Daniel today. Daniel chapter number 8, chapter number 9, and chapter number 10. Don't let that bother you because just got a couple passages I want to point out. Daniel chapter 8, verse number 18. Listen to the Word of God. Now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep on my face toward the ground, but he touched me and set me upright. In Daniel 9, 21, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in a vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening ablation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. Again, in chapter 10, verse 10, And behold, an hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands, and said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. Daniel chapter 10, verse 16, And behold, one like the similitude of the sons of men touched my lips, that I opened, then I opened my mouth and spake. Daniel 10, 18, Then there came again and touched me, one like the appearance of a man, and he strengthened me. I, can't, I think you can see what we're looking at, the touch of God. Five times, five times in this passage, the Bible, in these passages, Daniel was touched by God or by a servant of God. You know, sometimes I think that we get so involved in ministry and in the ministries of the church, and I'm talking about pastors, I'm talking about church members, we get so involved in the, in the work and the ministries that we completely forget about the relationship, and we completely forget about God. We can kind of push God out. We can kind of push Him away. The main thing is the main thing, and that is our intimate relationship with the Lord. And I appreciate folks working uh, man, I, I've got some great workers here, thanks to Calvary Baptist Church where I pastor. And, but I'd rather them have the touch of God because here's what I know. If they get the touch of God, they're going to work. But a lot of times we work without the touch of God. We do most of what we do, uh, sadly, in our own power a lot of times. When all the time, really the only way that we're going to get done what needs to get done for eternity is if we have God on us. And I believe Daniel could tell us something about the touch of God. And it's the greatest need uh, of this generation is the touch of God. I don't know how old you are or how long you've been saved or how long you've been in church, but I've been in church all of my life. I've 48 years, been saved 43 years, and been preaching since I was nine years old, and I've been around thousands of church folk, hundreds of preachers, I've never made a list of all the preachers that I've heard and and that I've met, but I've I've met a ton of them. A lot of good old men of God that are already gone that I had the privilege of hearing because uh, I've been in this thing for so long. 
In fact, on Sunday nights at our church, uh, the first Sunday night of every month, we're doing what I call the Hero of the Faith Night. And I've been featuring different ones in, in history that made a difference uh, for the church and, and started the last few that we started with been some that influenced my life directly. And uh, there's just something different uh, between that generation behind us and the generation with us. We've got all types of tools. We've got all types of equipment, technology. And yet what I'm telling you we're missing is that touch. It's the greatest need of this generation. We can't do anything without God. Jesus said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. And these five touches in these verses, uh, you've got in chapter 8, verse 18, the touch, I would say, of salvation. That's the first touch you got to have. If you're going to do anything for God, you gotta, you got to have the touch of salvation. There's no doubt Daniel was a child of God. And uh, there's nothing like knowing that you're saved. And I'm glad I got salvation the Bible way. I'm glad I got it the Bible way. Not the Baptist way, not the, not the preacher's way, not the church's way. The Bible way. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. There's so many things being taught in the world of religion about salvation. Uh, come down, sign a card, shake the preacher's hand, get baptized, join the church. I mean, all types of things. Salvation is relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, salvation has, it has its foundation in faith. But I'm just telling you, it also has feeling. God touches you when you get saved. I remember when I got saved, how different my life was. I believe, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. I knew something was different on the inside. If God touches you, you can't help but feel it. In fact, by definition, a touch is feeling. You remember when that woman touched the hem of his garment? The Bible said she felt. She felt. Oh, yeah, she felt. And I believe when you get saved, it's by faith in the facts, but it will feel different. You're not saved by feelings, but a salvation without feelings, I wouldn't have much confidence in. When I got saved, God could have sent an angel to tell me, but he would have been too late because I knew I had passed from death to life. That first touch Daniel had, God touched him. He was a child of God, the touch of salvation. And then you see in chapter 9, verse 21, the touch of skill. Because the Bible says that while he was speaking, Gabriel came and touched him. And he said to him, O Daniel, I'm now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. We need that touch of salvation, but we need the touch of skill. I'm all for education. Here in my office, I'm looking right now at the degrees on the wall uh, that, that I earned and uh, six years of Bible college, and uh, I'm for education. But more than education and more than learning, what we need is the touch of God. Uh, I've seen young men go off to Bible college and men that at one point – I heard them preach with the touch of God and, and the power of God. They go off to a Bible college and, and, uh, and, and come back, and they know how to say everything, but they've lost their unction. They've lost that power. And I'm telling you, we need to have the filling of the Holy Ghost. And we need to be filled. I, I thank God. One of the greatest things I, I'm thankful for, other than being saved, my family, uh, is, is the fact that I have sat under 
old-time hellfire and brimstone preachers who knew what the touch of God was. Some of them were educated, some of them were uneducated, but all of them had the touch of God. And if you want skill, you got to get the touch of God on you. Because with the Holy Spirit comes gifts. And when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, those spiritual gifts that Paul wrote to the Corinthians about can come uh, to fruition in your life. A touch of skill. Daniel had a touch of salvation. He had a touch of skill. Look in chapter 10, verse 16. We looked at this. The Bible says here, Behold, one like the similitude of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I stood... Then I opened my mouth and spake and said unto him that stood before me, O my Lord, by thy vision, my sorrows are turned upon, uh, are turned upon uh, me, and I have retained no strength. The next one is the touch to speak. The touch of God. When you get the touch of God, you'll get saved. And when you get the touch of God, you'll have the skill it needs. You need to uh, serve the Lord. But the touch of God will cause you to speak. You'll, you'll brag on Jesus. You'll testify. Most people have no problem talking today. The problem is we speak about the wrong stuff. We can talk about politics. We can talk about sports. We can talk about yard sales. We can talk about the, the deals that you got down at, at the local store. But we don't talk about Jesus because we're not experiencing the touch of God. A person gets touched by God, they'll speak up. They'll speak up. And uh, I'm so tired of testimonies and testimonies. We need testimonies. We need to brag on Jesus in the sanctuary. Man, how we need somebody to just stand up sometimes in the service and break the ice and, and usher in the Spirit of God and allow God to use them to, 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 to further the service to where it needs to be. And sometimes there's people in, in, at our church services uh, that they'll do that. They'll stand up. Why? Because they've experienced the touch of God and they got to talk about it. They've got to speak about it. Now, there's some people I don't ask how they're doing. You know why? Because they'll tell me. I mean, they're poor mouthing. They're down in the mouth. Everything's going wrong. Everything. That's a person that's not experiencing the touch of God. All some people want to talk about is how the devil's fighting them and how the devil's been on their back. And I look, I want to say, well, quit giving him piggyback rides. Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. And stop giving so much credit to the devil and start bragging on Jesus. To speak, you need the touch of God. To witness to people on your job, you're going to need the touch of God. To witness to your lost loved ones, you're going to need the touch of God. To witness to the stranger, you're going to need the touch of God. In chapter 10, verse 11, the touch of God's not only about salvation and skill and speaking, but he'll give you a touch that you can stand up. You can stand up. He said uh, that after the angel had touched him or after he'd been touched, he said, he set me up on my knees upon the palms of my hands and said, Oh, Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee and stand upright. Stand upright. Man, a touch of God will help you to stand. And boy, we're living in an evil day. We're living in a day when sin is overwhelming us. And if we don't get the touch of God, we won't be able to stand. Or if we don't get the touch of God, we won't stand the right way. You see, there's two problems in our, in our world of religion, in the world of Christianity. You've got some who are so uh, 
bashful, they won't stand. And then you've got some who are so bold, they stand too hard. Every road has two ditches. You've got the liberal in one group. On the other end, you've got the legalist. But God will give you the touch that you can not only stand, but you can stand in the right way. And how we need that today in this generation, a group of of folks that love the Lord and will stand up for what is right. And then you see the last touch, and we're going to continue this on the next podcast about why Daniel had the touch of God. But you see the touch of salvation, the touch of skill, the touch to speak up, the touch to stand. But in chapter 10, verse 16, listen to these words. And behold, one like the similitude of the sons of men touched my lips. And then in verse 18, then there came again and touched me, one like the appearance of a man, and he strengthened me. Five touches, the touch of salvation, the touch of skill, the touch to speak, the touch to stand. But in verse 18, you have the touch of strength. He said he touched me and he strengthened me. He touched me and he strengthened me. You know what we need today? We need God's touch to strengthen us. It's easy to get weary and well-doing, isn't it? Some of you may be listening to this podcast right now and you're discouraged. You're disheartened because the world around you is just uh, bombarding you with all the sin and the wickedness and the evil. Have you ever got to the place where you feel like you've gone your last mile? Maybe you felt like you were on your last step. Felt like the whole world was crashing in on you. Felt like heaven had gone bankrupt. And then all of a sudden, a touch of strength kept you going on. A touch of strength. There have been times I thought, man, I can't make it. And all of a sudden, get to the house of God. The preacher start preaching. The choir starts singing. Somebody stands up, testifies. Somebody else shouts. Next thing you know, I'm strengthened. I'm renewed. I'm, 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 I'm ready to go again. I've been to the prayer closet before and felt like I'm not going to make it today. And all of a sudden, boom, the touch of God strengthened me. That's what we need today, the touch of God. Five times Daniel said, I've been touched. Have you, have you received that touch of salvation? Do you know you're a child of God? Have you received that touch of skill where the Holy Spirit is empowering you and using you? Have you, used, have you had that touch of speaking where when you get touched of God, you have no problem being bold to proclaim who Jesus is and what he can do? Do we have that touch to stand in this evil day? Do we have that touch of strength? Are you weary? Are you heavy laden? He said, come to me. I'll give you rest. That touch of strength. I don't want you to miss the next podcast. We're going to go further into this and look at this touch of God and why Daniel had the touch of God. And I believe it'll be a help to you. But today, right now, you have the opportunity to serve God. And that is you can go out today and be salt and light. He said, you're the salt, you are the light. The salt of the earth and the light of the world. The world is dirty. The world is dark. It needs purification. It needs illumination. God saved you. If you'll get in your Bible, if you'll get filled with the Holy Spirit, if you'll yield yourself to God, He can use you today to purify and illuminate. If you're listening to this in the evening, you ought to plan on purpose tomorrow. I'm going to get up. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. And then I'm going to go out 
and be salt and light. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.